0: I'm Simon Scholes, I'm the Founder and Creative Director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency and we help brands and businesses create content that makes them stand out on social media. Now it could be video, animation, aerial work, all that kind of stuff. However, a few years ago it became very obvious to me that not every brand and business was necessarily in a position to have content created for them on a regular basis. That being said, I still wanted to really help them make content. So how could I do that? So I sat down and went through a process that I used myself for creating content for my brand, uh, creating content for my clients' brands, and kind of bastardized it, turned it into a, a blog, turned it into a book, and called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And that's what these broadcasts are all about. It takes you through everything from planning to podcasting and a whole bunch of stuff that goes on in between as well. Which is just generally about getting you creating content for your brand and for your business using my second favorite word in the world free it is only my second favorite word though i do have one other word that i really love the social media podcast with simon skulls tips hints and great content ideas and um, anyway so today we're going to talk to you all about Uh, YouTube, uploading a video to YouTube, some of the simple things that you could definitely do when you're uploading your videos to YouTube and some of the mistakes I see people making all the time. So you're not the only one who makes them if you do this. Just some of the simple mistakes I see quite a lot when I'm out on the platforms and looking at other people's content. Very quickly, a quick hello to Miles who's just joined us. Thank you very much, Miles, for joining us on Facebook. Um, And I'm doing very well indeed. Thank you very much. Um, Although, mini-boss is tiresome today, shall we say. Anyway, right, moving on. We're just going to get straight into the subject matter today, YouTube. You're uploading a video to YouTube. So what do you need to put into that video? Now, I don't mean the video content. The video content's up to you. We can talk about that another time. Maybe we could have a one-to-one about that and talk about your content for your video, for your brand and for your business another time. But there are a bunch of options for you available when you're uploading your video. So the first one you're going to come to is the title of the video. What do you need to put in here? Well, this was something I learned from Alan Spicer, YouTube expert, a few months ago now, and this is one I wanted to take away with you. You've got 50 characters. Now, you've got actually a lot more than that. But when somebody is looking at a YouTube video on their phone, on the app, the actual app will only show the first 50 characters of a title of a video. So you've got basically 50 characters to really get what the name of your video and what the video is about out there for people to stop them in the tracks and make them want to click on your content. Because the title is one of the main things people will actually take a look at and click because of. The other thing is actually your thumbnail. So these two things are really, really important. Your title, try and get it in under 50 characters. The second thing, like I say, is actually finding a way of making your thumbnails stand out for your audience. Now, um, I'm not an advocate of it. I don't, I'm not getting paid by them. Uh, but vidIQ is a really great way of doing this. So vidIQ is a piece of software you can install into Google Chrome. And when you actually upload your your thumbnail and upload your video, you can click on the side and it will allow you to look at other videos that are connected to the same kind of content that you've just created and compare the thumbnails. So you can go, yeah, mine stands out or actually mine needs a bit of work and you can kind of bastardize what they've put and put it into your own content and kind of steal their ideas for want of a better way of putting it. So really try and make your thumbnail pop. If it's all about you, make sure your face is nice and big, all that kind of stuff, all the simple, useful thumbnail tips are available on other videos, but make sure your thumbnail definitely pops, and use apps like vidIQ to help you see the difference between your content and somebody else's, especially when they're along the same type of lines of content that you're creating. If you're a gamer, you know you've got to make it pop. If you're a vlogger, you've got to make it pop. If you're a business, you've really got to make it pop, because people are not necessarily always going to stop on an accountant's video or on a plumber's video, but they might do you just got to make it possible for them to do so. The next thing you'll come to is description. Now, this is one of the areas where I see a lot of people making huge mistakes. The first is thumbnail, and they will just let the thumbnail be picked by the video, and it'll be a still frame taken from the video, and it'll end up with them something like, like that, and then it's not a really great capturing thumbnail. The next, like I say, is description. Description is so important when it comes to putting your YouTube content out there because getting a description right is a really great way of helping people understand what your video is about. So again, when somebody is searching on a desktop or a laptop, YouTube will allow them or allow the user to see the first three lines of the description. So that's a really great chance for you to get as much as you possibly can do about what the video is about into those first three lines. It's also a really great chance for you to think, right, I've got the title, whatever your title is, getting that into the first three lines as well, because that way it really reinstigates the fact that it's not a clickbait title. So. A lot of people back in the day used to use clickbait titles just to draw people into videos, and then there was nothing about what was in the title within the video. So this is a really great chance for you to overcome that mindset of what people are in still who have used YouTube in the past and actually really draw them in going, okay, yeah, this is definitely going to be about that particular subject because it's in the description box and it's in the thumbnail. This person would really have to be fully clickbaiting people to just kind of completely... Um, get this all wrong. So try and get what your video is about into the first three lines of the description. That doesn't mean, though, that your description should only be three lines long. Try and be as elaborative as you possibly can do about what's going to happen in your video. So when I finish this live, right now the description just says I'm going to talk about YouTube and some of the mistakes people make when they're uploading videos and what you should do and some of the simple things when I finish doing this video, I will go back in and I will type out exactly what it is that I've said. Not word for word, but make sure you get your title right. Make sure you get it under 50 characters. Make sure you actually make a bespoke thumbnail. Check out vidIQ to try and help help you. There's really key points. I will make sure they're in the description box so that somebody can get a full gist of what the video is about once they've clicked and started watching. They can read the description box and really get a good overview of what the whole video is about without necessarily having to watch the whole video. You want them to watch the whole video, so don't give them everything away. Keep it fairly generic, but just keep those kind of key points in there so that people will still want to watch, will go, oh, hang on a minute, he's gonna talk about this here, he's gonna talk about that there. Which brings me on to the next point, which is really important, and it's a fairly new thing, which is time coding. Now, time coding's been around for quite a long time on YouTube, but it's become really far more important in the last few months. They've really started to push this harder. So when you are talking about different subjects and different things connected to the YouTube video that you've just created, then what you want to do is put timestamps in to really help people draw them to the specific points. So not everybody might want to listen to me talking about titling and thumbnails, but they might want to know more about description boxes. So I can put a timestamp as when I started talking about description boxes, so that when they click that, it will automatically jump them to that point in the video. Not only that, but the timestamp really helps as well if you put a good description after it, because Google will actually categorize that put it into the search engine so that when somebody types in how to write a description on YouTube, my video has a chance of popping up, of being one of the search engine results. And when they click it, it will take them to that point in my video to watch that particular section. It's really, really clever. Now, it does play around with how much of your video people watch, so the percentage of your watch times and all that kind of stuff. But it's still another really great way of actually getting more people watching your content. So think about the timestamps that you could put into your content. What could you put in there? So you've written your description. You've got a really great description in there. You've got your timestamps in there to draw people to the different segments of your video so that it's easy for them to consume the value you're giving in the certain areas that you're giving it. Because not everyone's going to want to watch the whole intro or the whole outro, but they might want other bits. What is next really important in the description, and this is something you can set up to be done automatically for you, is actually having contact details in there. We all want people as brands and businesses to be able to get in touch with us and find us in different different places. Now, YouTube doesn't punish you for suggesting that people go to other platforms. They know most people are going to stay on YouTube in the first place anyway, but they don't punish you for it. So, make sure you put your other social media links in there. So when you go down into the section below on my videos, I have my email address so people can click that and send me an email. I've got my Facebook page and I've got my Facebook group and I've got my business page on there and my Snapchat and my Twitter and my Instagram. And every other social media channel that I have on there is there because you just never know who's watching where they might want to watch more content and they might want to watch something slightly different. So obviously TikTok, 15 to 60 second videos, well, there's a good chance somebody might want to watch shorter form versions of what I'm doing right now. So they can click on a link and go to TikTok and actually start to watch shorter versions of those videos instead there. So make sure you put those details in because they're really, really powerful ways, especially when you want people to come to your website and maybe buy a product and that kind of stuff. If you don't put your website there, then nobody's going to be able to click that website and go to it anywhere else. Because you can't put it into your links, you can't put it into your annotations, they don't exist anymore. All those kind of places where you used to be able to put the links aren't there now. Put them in your description box and remember to make sure that they are a clickable link. Simply typing www.iwanttosellmycandles.com is not going to work. It will not become a hyperlink. What you need to put is the full address. So if you've got a security certificate on there, https colon, forward slash, forward slash, and then your email address. And if not a security, just HTTP. But whatever, put the full address for your website on the description. And that goes for all of your social media channels as well. Snapchat, Facebook, all of them. Put the full details in there. Otherwise, they won't be clickable. And then people can't click through. And also, most importantly, because what you will hear a lot from video companies is, have a video on your website which is stored on YouTube and it will help your SEO and it will help your dwell times and conversion rates well it's not going to help your SEO if Google can't look at the YouTube video and find your website address and it won't be able to find it if it's not a hyperlink So you've got to put it in as a hyperlink so that it's easy to click and go through to your website, but also for Google to be able to rank that actual video and the content within the description box and go, this video has had a million views. That's really great. I'm going to use everything that's within it to really help rank this website because the two of those things are connected. Okay, now we're going to come on to the last thing, tagging unbelievably important. Now, as Alan said in one of the videos a long time ago, this tagging is way more intelligent than your standard hashtags for things like Instagram or Facebook or even LinkedIn. It's way, 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 way more intelligent, and the systems behind YouTube are far more intelligent than we can ever give them credit for. So when you're tagging your videos, make sure you actually do this properly. You tag Things like what's in your title. You tag stuff from out of your description box. You actually tag what the content is about. You don't try and get clever and try and draw people in with clickbait tags in the hope that somebody who's searching for boobs is going to find your video about doing a tax return. That's not what it's about. And in fact, you'll be penalised for doing something like that by YouTube. But make sure you're using tags that you think your customers and your audience and your community are going to actually be looking for. People who aren't already watching your content on a regular basis. What are they gonna be looking for? What do they want from the channel while they're on it? And then they'll type in, how do I make a podcast? And then up will pop a video of mine talking about how to make a podcast quickly and easily. Those kind of things. So what could you do with your tags for your business, for your voice of authority area and make them really, really, really easy for people to help them find your content. Okay, those are just some really simple tips, just simple little things that are really important. Get your title right, get it under 50 characters, do a bespoke thumbnail don't use one of the ones that are just being picked by uh, the the software when it's uploading the video and also make sure once you've done your thumbnail you compare it to others to see how it performs against other thumbnails does it pop does it make you want to stop in the feed and actually press So let's watch this video. Write your description, give a full description of what your video is about, and then after your description, make sure you put in your links and everything else and make sure that they're clickable. And finally, make sure that you do your tagging correctly. And if you want to know more about those kind of things, go and watch the videos of mine or of Alan's or of other YouTube experts that are out there who talk about SEO and meta tagging. Right, I'm going to disappear. That's me done for 15 minutes. Thank you ever so much for watching today. If you're brand new, please do hit the subscribe button, whatever platform you're watching on at the moment. And if you're already subscribed and maybe listen to the podcast right now, how about maybe you share the podcast or share this video with your audience, help them get some value from it as well. But until next time, thank you ever so much for watching. And I will catch you again very, very soon on another episode of Dazed and Confused. But until then, as always, Please continue to stay safe and have a good weekend. I'll see you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.